And we are back for another <laughs> beautiful week of Power Comedy Podcast. Yep. The reason why Nick was laughing is because I literally, for like a split second, was just like, I don't know how to start this. I don't know what to say, what to do. But I just said, you know what? Just full send. <laughs> like what the kids say nowadays. Oh, my God. Which, I, honestly, oh. I think is so goddamn stupid. I'm sorry. Like, if you say, oh, full send, I mean, you're kind of dumb in my book. When I was hanging out with my brother, <clears throat> he literally, that's all he said. Just send it. Then your brother is dumb in my book. What I don't understand is when you ask people, like, for example, uh, like when you are, are now these younger kids, you'll be like, how do you do this? Or like, explain to me, how do you do this particular thing? There's no instructions. There's no descriptions. What I get is, bro, you just send it. Oh, oh, you just send it. Oh, that's fucking convenient. If I would have just sent it, I wouldn't be asking you. Resorting myself to have to ask someone who's below my age. <laughs> oh, just send it. Oh, that's that's all we got to do. That's it? What the fuck? Hey, how do I do this? Man, oh, you, you, you just it, send it. Bro, you just send it. Huh? What the fuck am I sending? That's it? <laughs> yeah, man. You just got to send it. Oh, my God. Do you remember back in the day when send it? Literally meant you're sending, sending something. something. <laughs> Mail sent it. That Email, package sent it. That package sent it. And now it's like, yo, you see Nick just like completely do that crazy 700 pound deadlift. Yeah, dude, that was full send. Like full send. No, it was full lift. It was not a full send. <laughs> no, it was full lift. <laughs> that was full range of motion. <laughs> Oh shit! If you uh, when I, as soon as I stretched out to lay down to the the talk, my yeah. hip cracked, and on the for like a split second, I saw myself go, Ugh. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, no, <laughs> no. I told someone jokingly this week, I was like, man, it sucks, man. I just get up and I like move around. And I just like it takes me like thirty seconds to warm up in the morning. Like get up, start walking. I'm kind of limping, and then my body starts moving, and I'm back to like my twenty year old self. <laughs> and I told someone that, and they're like, you know, it just gets worse. Oh, yeah. 30 and on, your body will just fucking hurt. Dude, I'm 27 and my body already hurts. Louis C.K. had a joke where he talked about going to the doctor and his ankle hurt. And he goes, what can we do about this? And the doctor's like, nothing. Your ankle just hurts now. <laughs> well, what else can I do? He goes, you can take ibuprofen, but what, what do you want? Do you want a hurt ankle or do you want a bad liver? And I thought that joke was so... I, I laughed, but I never understood how just real that joke was. Dude, you know ibuprofen actually affects your testosterone levels? Really? If you, I mean, if you take a good amount, like a lot of it, you know? Like, like what but, do you mean? Like, like, like decreases your testosterone? Mm -hmm. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it can. It can. That, I'm not saying it will, like, for sure, but no, it... That's why I try to not take ibuprofen if I can avoid it. Do you know what drug someone told me affects a certain part of your body? And I heard that and immediately I'm... Viagra. No. Oh. No. That's a positive. <laughs> so during my peak, uh, like two semesters ago, during uh -huh. my peak when we like went on like a two-month hiatus because I just was getting fucked by school so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was talking to an old uh, co-worker at the lot because obviously he... Got fired because he's an idiot. Who was it? Uh, I'll show you off stream. You know, you don't know him. 
but I think I'm sure I probably do. No, you don't. He started like you, there's only maybe four people that are still there. Maybe five that still work there that will see you and be like, "Oh my god, it's that guy. I know you." You if I if I if I said the name Cameron, you'd be like, "I don't know who that is," and I'm just saving us steps, which we just used anyways. <laughs> Long story short, I'm at work. I'm venting. I'm like, man, I got this project. I got this paper. I'm stressing. I'm I'm literally drowning in schoolwork, and mm-hmm. it's mentally affecting me because I can't. I'm literally work, school, work, school. I can't do my podcast. I can't game. All my outlets to let my energy out, I can't do. You can't. You can't even do them. And he goes, well, here's a suggestion. I do have some. Uh, wow, I'm blanking. It's the dull version of Ritalin. Why am I blanking on this drug right now? Adult version of Ritalin? So Ritalin is what they give you your kid. Uh, it, fucking Adderall. Adderall. Thank you. <laughs> I it, it literally escaped my mind and Ritalin popped in. Uh, he goes, yo, man. Uh, he goes, why don't you pop like an Adderall? It'll like keep you focused. So you can bang it all out. And I go, I've never. True. I'm like, I've never tried Adderall. I'm afraid to try Adderall because my friend convinced me when I was a couple years younger that I have ADHD. Now, I've never been diagnosed. I don't know if I have ADD. I have a tough time keeping eye contact with people and staying on subject. <laughs> so you have ADD. <laughs> did I ever tell you that story? Uh, no, I don't think. You was, probably did. I don't he, fucking know. He was know. a cook at my work, and he stops me. He goes, hey, hey. And like, I've, known this, I've known this guy for um, literally almost going on like 14 or almost 15 years I've known this dude. Wow. One of my closest friends. He actually just had a baby on Valentine's Day. Uh, Damn. (laughs) He stopped me and goes, tell me a story. And so I do what I normally do, and I tell him the story. And he looks and starts laughing. I go, what's the problem? He goes, goes, I think you have ADHD. I go, how do you know? He goes, because you gave me so many unnecessary details. This is the guy who literally would tell me to – I'd be like, hey, Anthony. He looked at me like, is it 20 words or less? I'd be like, "Uh," he goes, that's a no. Come back to me when you have it 20 words or less. <laughs> and so that's great. Oh man. It's tough for me to like sit there and be like, okay. Cause you can't do anything with, with 20 words or less. None with of it. your sentences are 20 words or less. So they've always joked saying, Hey, we'll give you Adderall. And if it calms you down, you do have ADHD. That was the test they wanted to do. See, that was 30. <laughs> and so, and so I was like, uh, so, back to my main point. See, here we go. I think I do have ADHD. The main point is I heard that Adderall makes your wiener small. Mm. Now, of course, I, I don't can, think that's accurate. So, so someone told me that, and as soon as I heard that, how you are with testosterone with ibuprofen, I was like, I'm never touching Adderall ever again. Never, ever am I going to touch Adderall. Now, of course, some people have told me, oh, my God, no. It's like when you, if you take it a ton, it affects your penis. Your penis. But it literally scared me. That's like one of the, you know, I'm already afraid of pills as it is. Now I'm afraid that I'm going to be taking something that's going to help me get A's in school. But, you know, at the cost of my glorious size penis. Shut up. I'm actually trying to look for something. Are you looking it up to see I'm, I'm it? Looking, if, yeah. If Adderall affects penis size. I mean, yeah. who knows? I mean, if anyone out there is... uh you don't have to – you can just say a friend of mine. So it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Does, is there an explanation on Google or is it just says, nope? <laughs> just says, nope. Hmm. No. Um, 
basically it's it's considered a stimulant drug so it's almost like me taking pre-workout that that's like saying pre-workout affects your manhood hmm you know it's bullshit it's just uh it affects the levels of natural brain chemicals in or natural chemicals in your brain so it's i mean doesn't really affect you in that sort of way so, anyways, if anyone has Adderall, please bring it over here because I'm going to check it out now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would never do Adderall. It's not really my thing. I did in high school. In high school? Mm-hmm. See, I don't even know if uh, – I don't remember Adderall. I think Adderall is for, like, the really bad kids in my high school. Actually, so, I think I think the kids in my high school just skip straight to cocaine and sex. <laughs> See, kids in my high school uh, – well, growing up in Tucson, um, fucking weed was the big one. In, yeah. in my school. Um, Definitely uh, uh, like 2006 to 2010 is like when weed man was just like the thing for oh, everyone yeah. to do. Oh, man, you got any bud? <sighs> I cringe at that whenever, word. Whenever someone would say, you got bud? I have weed. <laughs> you never heard mar- You've only heard marijuana from your counselor. Or yeah. like, you guys don't want to be messing with marijuana now, okay? Okay. okay. Marijuana's bad. Marijuana's okay. bad. Okay. It's, a, it's a bad idea. It's a, You're going to have bad friends. It's a okay. gateway drug for other things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, you take marijuana, okay? <laughs> and you're going to... Oh my god, that episode's funny because he tries marijuana and then he fucking loves it. Yeah, right. And it like lets his head like <laughs> it's it's like most of our parents nowadays. <laughs> they would always get on us when we were younger. Don't do drugs, and now most of them are doing it now. I remember uh I went to a family it was at a family thing, and I just kind of wandered to where the adults were hanging out, and my great grandparents used to have a house and a garage and all that stuff. I went through the side garage, I went and I went through the door by like the back fence that you know we're not. Yeah, there's always one adult on guard. Hey, now get out of here! So I went around and I came out, and all of a sudden I see my first first time I saw like a weed pipe, and my aunt Janet hides it behind her back, <laughs> and I was like thinking that you didn't see it. I was like, oh my god, these people are smoking weed, and I'm yeah. like, and I of course being I was such a goody two shoes. <laughs> no, I was not that cool. Yeah. I was at the point where I was like, I got to tell my mom. Oh, shit. You were the narc. And I, That's oh, why I, they didn't want you around. Bro, I was ready to fucking <laughs> narc. I was about to be like, I got to tell somebody about something. And, uh, of course, my mom was just kind of like, you know, she obviously knew. And then finding out that my mom dabbled in a little bit of the marijuana. Oh, honestly, I've I've seen I've only ever seen pictures of your mom. But she looks like she would. So my mom is well. It's, my mom is super like, um, like very not innocent, but she doesn't. She's not like that laid back mom. Yeah, she's super protective. I mean, when it came to like the sex talk and stuff like that, she <laughs> little literally was freaking out. So in my head, I thought my mom was way too goody good two shoes, also to you know dabble in that stuff. When actually finding out that yeah, she did smoke weed, and I remember I was in junior high and I confronted her. I was like, mother. Is it true? Because we had all the, the, the freaking stuff in school. And I was like, is it true? She goes, what? I'm like, do you smoke marijuana? And my mother was like, oh, my God. She goes, no. And she was trying. I'm like, just tell me the truth. And I remember I was screaming. She goes, yes, you fucking nerd. I was screaming in the car. <laughs> do you smoke weed? And my mom's like, fine. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. I once in a while. It helps me take the edge off. Okay. And I remember my mom. At 11, my mom was probably in her early 30s. So 
11 and 12. My mom was 32. My mom's a couple years older than how I would be now, which is mind fucking crazy. Right? To think it's of insane. my mentality, my maturity, and at this age, if I had a uh, well, my parents eight-year-old. My parents had me when they were 24, 25. My mom had me when she was 19. Damn. So I thought about that the other day where I was like looking at a kid, and I thought to myself, I, I, or I was talking to someone, and this kid's like, I'm nine. I'm like, oh, cool. like, oh, some kid at my restaurant came in, started doing a British accent. Hello, you know, we need a table. And I'm like, oh, cool. And he goes, ah, I'm just kidding. I'm not British. My name's Freddie. And I'm like, hey, Fred, what's up? I like you, kid. Was hysterical the entire time. Had the funniest little wit, little comebacks. I'm like, how old are you? He goes, I'm eight. And he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm not British again. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, all right kid i like you and i realized oh my god my mother had that kind of energy at my age yeah. and now i know why she aged so horribly <laughs> it's because of you <laughs> but yeah man i remember just narking jesus and a lot of it too i remember i i, I thought it was funny because of that whole south park episode and, and mr and mr Mackey. but literally i was goody good tissues like i didn't think i think i, I didn't think i tried weed until like 15, and that's only because my older brother forced me. Really? I love my older brother, but he was, uh, he forced me to do a lot of stuff when I was like 15. My first beer, hey, drink this beer. No. If you don't drink this beer, I'm going to make you drink this beer. <laughs> oh, shit. Weed. And then he always guilt me. I know you smoke weed with your friends. I'm like, no, I don't. I trust me. I we drink Mountain Dew and play World of Warcraft. <laughs> we play Halo. We drink. We pound Mountain Dew and have uh, uh, chicken, bacon, white sauce, pizza from Domino's every weekend. Shit, dude, chicken bake sounds bomb right now. Oh, dude, I know you're hungry. I don't want to bring I'm up food. Fucking... I don't want to even go through the food portion of this podcast. <laughs> no. Um. Let's see. <clears throat> Yeah, I think high high school is when, and and my mom and my dad know about this and shit. Like, I mean, shit, I'm an adult now, so it doesn't even matter at this point. But <clears throat> no, high school is when I really started um, smoking, and how I was able to hide it, I have no fucking clue. Now, uh, breakdown for me because I would take fucking Axe body spray showers. I believe that. Um, because I love when your mom posts throwback photos of mm -hmm. you when you're like in high school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You look like the kid mm -hmm. that I would like come over to hang out with. And I was connected with those kind of odd kids in school and I was too nice to say no. So they'd be like, you want to come over and hang out? And I'd be like, sure. And I go hang out. I'm like, what are we doing today? And they'll be like, you want to see some of my weed? <laughs> like I remember this kid named Max. Literally, I went to his house. He was the creepy kid in school. Oh, shit. He's like, you want to see my my collection? I'm like, you're what? He pulls out a binder, opens the binder with one of those little plastic films, and he <laughs> saved photos of boobies and dragged and dropped the images on Microsoft Word and printed them out like a giant sheet of collected breasts. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. And he's like, yeah, man. He goes, this is my, per my private <laughs> stash. What the hell? But back to... What I was going to ask you. You do have ADD. <laughs> were you the kid or were you the guy who like you bought weed and had like your own your own stuff for it? Or is it like you smoked weed when you were with friends? Both. So like you were kind of like a like a you, you were definitely stoner. Um, 
No, because I still have a good amount of my brain cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I don't think. I don't think I was really the stoner. Um, I don't know. No, I don't think I was. I mean, the people that I hung out with now, they were like, you couldn't even see their eyes. That's how much they would smoke. Oh, I had a couple of friends. Like you that. know, there so it's like, they were what? Skaters. Yeah, pretty much. They roll up and they're like, but yeah, dude, I'm yeah. over here. No, I, I think most of the time though, when I, when I was in high school, I would do it with friends because I didn't like doing it by myself. So, and most of the time it was with my football buddies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but then obviously after high school, still did it, but mainly with friends. I had my own stuff, but I did it mainly with friends and, uh, yeah, now I just do it whenever, whenever I can really. <laughs> it's so much different now that we're like uh, adults. Cause back then it was kind of like fun, rebellious kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Which I, obviously it's funny. Cause we, th- you know, I, I heard something, uh, on a podcast I was listening to, and it's like every generation thinks they discovered like love. Like they, I know. Yeah. you don't understand me, but really, <laughs> that's something. I think that's something that normal people go through. But yeah. no, I was, I was. It's super funny they bring that up because like my biggest. I remember my biggest thing was like uh, another big thing that took over my high school was like hookah. Yep. I let's see. I I started doing that. I was a senior in high school because uh, obviously still in Tucson at this point. Uh, me and one of my close friends at that point, uh, her and I basically grew up together, but uh, she would always hang out at this one place uh, down by the U of A. Mm-hmm. And basically I would get free hookah all the time ba- because she paid for it. <laughs> I had a friend named Paul who got, who uh, his mom was kind of like the, I'm trying to think how to say this without sounding too mean. His mom was uh, a divorced woman who made great money, who um, did whatever Paul wanted because Paul proved to be a uh, fine individual. Paul was interesting because Paul, this is the kid that would just like do ecstasy and mushrooms on weekends, but would be in class Monday morning at 745 and AP, you know, calc and stuff like that. Yeah. Fucking super smart dude. But just that was his thing, you know, and I remember we'd always go to Paul's house and. Paul would always have a hookah set up next to his little, you know, little mini bench set that he had in the, you know, through that hole. Mm-hmm. Looks like something for a 50 year old woman would use to work out on probably for his mom. But we'd always sit there and we smoke hookah. And I remember that was like my favorite thing because in my head, I didn't think of it as tobacco. I didn't think of it as weed because I was super against that kind of stuff. But, I, you know. Yeah. No, I. Um... Yeah. So, like. The only time I would ever do it, because I never had one at my house, so I would either go out with her, she would pay for it, and she would never let me uh, pay for one. So I was like, all right, fine, I'm not going to fight you on it. And then I had another friend that actually owned a hookah lounge, mm-hmm. so I would never have to pay whenever I went there. A kid we went to elementary school with, he was Arabic, so and he brought like his praying uh, Matt and stuff like that to show us for show and tell one year. He ended up opening one of the main hookah places in my hometown. Oh, and yeah? he hired some hot little dime pieces to walk around with like the little uh, tray with the, with like they put with the, the stones. 
Yeah, and they swing yeah. it around to like get the coal started. I remember being eighteen and seeing that stuff and being like, "Oh, yeah." My buddy's like, "We're gonna get her. We're gonna get that hot chick. We're gonna get her." Here, I'm like, "Bro, you're making it awkward." <laughs> nah, dude, I haven't. God, I haven't smoked hookah in I don't know how long, bro. I think last time I had, I think, uh, fuck. I think actually no, I think it's been about. I'd say probably two years. Two years? I I think so, yeah. Wow, that's way... I, uh, we... Last time I had hookah was a long time ago. My ex-girlfriend had a regular at her parents' brewery that owned a smoke shop. Yeah. And, you know, like, she was bartending, and he's like, oh, do you... And she mentions him about hookah, Mm -hmm. and he goes, oh, you like hookah? Like, I'll bring you something. And he brought her a little hookah. (laughs) <laughs> and like stuff like all like all like that the shisha yeah shisha thank you yeah it's how long it's been yeah. and uh that and we used to do that once in a while and i felt so adult i felt so grown up and i was like 19 20 just got my first apartment <laughs> and um <clears throat> yeah i think it's been yeah probably about six seven years since i've had hookah yeah it's been a while like if i were to do it right now a i would definitely get lightheaded from it Mm-hmm. And B, I don't even know, but I can't. I don't like. I know there's a hookah <laughs> shop in. I think there's actually one here in PB. Actually, there's at least three or four in PB. You think so? No, I know so. I've driven by them. Oh really? Yeah, I think there is one. Cause I've driven um, by there and been like, oh my god, hookah lounge. But probably the that. best one in San Diego. Obviously, it's pricier because of where it's at. I'm gonna look it up. Tell me what um, it is. It's called Grand Hav- Havana. G R A N. It's a downtown, but it's a a hookah cafe and a cigar shop. They have a humidor in there, and they hand roll all their cigars. Really? Yeah. And you and they have gelato. They have fucking coffee, like little snacks and everything like that. It's a really nice place, but it's it's expensive. Oh wow, yeah, I'm uh, I'm checking out some of the images right now. This actually looks pretty dope. It's it's a nice place. I mean, I wouldn't mind going again. It's just time and money. I uh, you know what I do? I do enjoy. I do enjoy a um a good cigar. I have honestly, I've never had like a decent cigar. I've only ever had like the ones that you get at like Walmart or some shit. You know? Yeah. Uh, just not, not like a good one. Oh, dude. You know. You know what, man? It uh, Jessica's dad loves cigars. Yeah, like he has like those boxes that you know. Anyways, uh, that's like when his like his like not hobby, but like you know he likes to invest in like a couple good cigars. And when he you know when he's cooking and it you know when he cooks tri tip likes to uh, likes to treat himself. Sit outside with one cigar and just like sit there and just enjoy his retirement. And when we come into town and he's barbecuing, lights me up a cigar and we sit and talk and we just sit out there and we just let it drift and. Of course, my whole cigar thing started when uh, my buddy used to get the little um, uh, Swisher sweets. <laughs> yep, the little plastic tip. Oh my god! No, those uh, plastic tip are uh, black and milds. Oh, sorry. Thank you. And actually, they're not plastic; they're wood. Uh, dude, I don't remember. That was like ten years ago. My brother used to get them, and he would <laughs> buy me a pack of like the grape or whatever. Yeah. And I remember uh, Anthony, who's the one who had the baby, the one that diagnosed me with ADHD because he's a fucking doctor. Uh, not really. <laughs> He, uh, I like think he is, he, uh, he used to get them all the time Yeah, and he would always give me one. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah. 
black and milds are the ones that have the wooden tips. Swisher sweets. Those I actually used to like. Um, and they made really good blunt papers. Basically you cut them down the middle, take all the tobacco out and yeah, basically you get grape flavored weed. That sounds, yeah, I think I it have, actually a, tasted really good. <laughs> I had a, I had a coker bring a, um, a Cuban cigar for me one time. So how was that? You know what? I don't really, uh, I don't really remember. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but it's like, I don't have enough. It's like when you have a really nice glass of wine and then you have your normal $12 bottle you get at Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's like, eh, it, to me, it tastes like another cigar. <laughs> it, it was, oh, okay. cool. it was kind of cool. You know, like I don't buy cigars of my own, but if we're all hanging out like that actually, so of course with the whole wedding thing, I've been thinking of like groomsmen and best man gifts and all that stuff. Yeah. And for groomsmen, I thought it'd be cool. I had an idea to get a box with, uh, am I going to be a groomsman? Yeah, probably. Fuck. Yeah. Best man is either going to go to my buddy Ryan or my older brother. I haven't decided yet. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, if and if Ryan wasn't a groomsman, a best man, he'd probably be a groomsman. Mm-hmm. So so far, I would probably be like you, Ryan, Anthony, and if my brother won't be a best man, then I might do something else. I haven't decided yet. It's been kind of tough, actually, stressful, kind of thinking of that. But <laughs> long story short, I thought well, I saw an idea that was really cool, and it was engraved flasks. Okay, like their initials. Yeah. Uh, and then cool. a shot glass, and then inside the box, a bottle of whiskey. So it's big enough to do one shot. So the idea is the flasks are for you guys to keep. And right. then we each have a shot glass to take out, fill up with that bourbon that's in the box, and then yeah. we all take a shot, you know, as like a, oh, yeah, we're getting married. But I thought I just thought of this. That would be dope to be able to include a cigar. I don't know if <clears throat> I don't know if we'll be able to have cigars wherever we're staying at because we've been looking at venues. Oof. Yeah. I think we're, I think, I don't think you should open a gym. You should buy some land in Tucson and rent it out for wedding venues. <laughs> because some of the stuff that Jessica has sent me. Yeah, I know. Sabre, Sabre and I, we kind of looked at one. Actually, we've only looked at one. It's uh, in Julian. But we're not entirely sure. Because she wants to have a winter wedding. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how easily... Uh, people would be able to get to Julian and especially being Julian, like Julian being a smaller like Area. town, they don't have a whole lot of like as Places far as hotels, stay. you know? Yeah. So. I, I think for, uh, I think for that, if, well, Jess and I would probably still be living in San Diego. Yeah. We probably would just either get a place close by or just go home. It's like an hour and a half drive. Yeah. It's not that bad. So it's, we haven't really focused on any of that because I I want her to be solely focused on just getting school done. I mean, that's why Jessica so. and I didn't get engaged earlier is because she's like, no, like, I don't want to get engaged. She goes, I love you, but I, I don't want the stress of knowing I have to plan a wedding while trying to do school. And see, thankfully, she hasn't um, gotten to that as far as like having to worry about doing that plus finishing school. And I told her, I was like, no, nah, just focus on finishing school. We can worry about that later. Even if we have to push the wedding back another year, like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't, I mean, we've been, we've been engaged for three years now for, so. a, for a day that's meant for just you two. Mm-hmm. 
you spend a lot of time thinking of the convenience for other people. Right? I know. It's it's kind of bullshit. Like, like where are people going to stay? What do people want to eat? What do people want to drink? What do people want to listen? Do people want to dance? And, like, Jess and I were talking about some of this stuff, and I was like, at the end of the day, I want this. I want this. Yeah. Like, we're probably going to just do beer and wine because it's cheaper. And it's mm-hmm. easier to keep people in control that way. And if someone comes like, what the fuck? There's no alcohol? I'd be like, or if they go like, there's no liquor. People complain there's no liquor. I'm literally going to be like, this is more dirty. I'll be like, there's the fucking door. I t- <laughs> if you don't like it, get the fuck out. I tell Jessica <laughs> jokingly, I'm like, babe, whatever you want. It's your day. But low key, I'm like, yeah. It's my day too. Yeah. No, it's, and see, yeah, it is, it is her day, but it's all, it's, both of your days is, you know, it's the wedding is meant for bride and groom, you know, it's, it's not one or the other. It's, yeah. It's for both of you, you know, it just, uh, it's crazy. We have to have like a, we have to have a big wedding. There's I, no, there's no choice. Yeah. And she was saying she wants to have like a, like a medium size wedding. Like what's what's the number from medium? I don't know. She, she's said like fifty to a hundred. That's pretty good. But it's like I don't even know fifty people. I've include I <laughs> my my side is around fifty people. That's only because I have to add people to make my side of the list comparable. Yeah, and see that's the thing. Like, so obviously my mom, my dad, my stepdad, grandparents. Maybe a couple friends from Tucson that I still talk to. And then I, I, don't, I, don't, I literally have I my mother's know. side, like just my mother and my and their, her immediate siblings. Yeah. My grandparents, my uh, one, two, my three sets of grandparents, and then uh, five friends from San Diego. Okay. And then I have literally from back home, I have... Uh, on the or from that side of back home, I literally only have four friends on that side that I would invite. So total friends, I have uh five, six, seven, eight, ten friends hmm. that I would invite. Well, see, I don't even know who my grooms. Well, actually, no, I take that back. I know two people that would be standing up there with me, you and one other person so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys talked about. Um, have you guys talked about like how many <clears throat> bridesmaids and groomsmen? Honestly, that's going to depend on her. Cause however many she has standing up there, like not including uh maid of honor. Cause they, they don't really, cause best man stands up there with the groom, like right they, from the get go. Right. Everyone stands up there. No, but I'm saying like in, in sequence, okay, I'm trying to remember because I don't know, I don't know the definite answer. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like groom, it's like groom, groomsman goes up, and then of course, maid of honor and best men walk down, and then each groomsman and bridesmaid walk down together, and they part away, and they make the, the um, like the. But that's what I'm saying. Like best man stands up there with the with the groom, like right from the beginning. Like they don't walk down the aisle. No, right? they walk down the aisle and then they split. I think. Hang on. Jessica, know. can you answer a question for us? Um, one Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> with uh, with with we're trying to figure this out with brides and 
uh, grooms and bridesmaid, do they walk down the aisle or are they automatically up there with the groom? They walk down the aisle. Okay, so they do. They okay. do walk down the aisle and split off. Perfect. So, so they walk the down other. the aisle and they that, split off and they make the altar. So basically one or the other. Yeah. Um, like my brother at his wedding, he, they didn't have groomsmen or bridesmaid. Or sorry, uh, uh, groomsmen or, or bridesmaid. They had the, the, um, they had the uh, best man and the maid of honor, but they weren't up there. It was just them two up there. Uh-huh. Um, and, then, uh, and then after... The wedding was done. We all went in for the reception. That's when the best man came up, introduced himself as the best man, and did his speech. Yeah. Uh, oh, all I got to say is your speech better be good, buddy. My speech? Yeah. For, my speech for is going to be freaking fire. It better be fucking good. It'd be pretty good. <laughs> I hope so. As of now, I think you'd be the only person that would have me as a, as a best man. I don't think anyone else would. Um, but then again, I don't think I have any other friends that are actually in the market of getting married. Yeah. Uh, just you. And then my friend Anthony had a baby. So he, him and his wife now, actually, I didn't know this. I, well, I knew it, but I forgot they're not engaged. They're actually married. They went and did a court wedding mm. to be officially married before they popped out their kid because it's easier that way than having two separate, you know, and doing all that stuff later. Yeah. So they're going to do their wedding down the road, but I know I'm not going to be his best man. He's not my best man. He's going to be a groomsman. But yeah. Man, we got into some wedding talk. I know, right? We went from high school drugs to wedding talk. Man, you don't know what you're going to get on this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Talking about ADHD. How was your your lit, your my comp? Your comp this past weekend. Comp was good. Um I took gold, but Turns out, so the guy that I was supposed to go up against, so it was just me in my weight class. So I kind of took gold by default, mm-hmm. which really fucking sucks. But I put 33 pounds onto my total since October. Nice. So I'm very close to that 1,700 pound total. Um, but the guy that I was supposed to compete against, he unknowingly dropped down to the three Oh eights. Cause he, when he signed up, he was three thirty five or something like that. Right. So he was, he was ready to go super heavyweight. I was like, fuck yeah. Okay. He weighed in at three Oh two. I'm like, son of a bitch. How'd you lose 32 pounds and not apparently during his, his, uh, training his prep. Yeah. He just, everything was really on point. So he was just able to drop the weight. I was like, Good for you, but fuck, man. <laughs> and so, it, it was his first meet, too, come to find out. Oh, okay. Well, that explains a lot. So You can't just go off of what your what your um, pre-weight is Yeah. before prep. If it's, you know, I figure you would determine that kind of decision. I mean, I guess you mean well, that. Well, but when you sign up for the meet, you have to put in what weight right. you're in. So it's like. Yeah, but what happens, if, like, this for this is a perfect example. Huh. He signed up for heavyweights, and he weighed yeah. in at 302. Yeah. Now, is it they their to, responsibility to drop him, or is it you know his fault that he just didn't keep the muscle on or weight on? Or no, uh, basically, I mean, you can when you're competing, you can either go up a weight class or go down a weight class. Only one though. Well, yeah. So, in his case, he was able to drop down to three hundred eight. Man, so 
I've had a couple. I've had that uh, that experience a couple times where I've had to go up a weight class and I went down a weight class without realizing it um, during wrestling. Yeah. And man, your mental game gets totally thrown off because you know in your weight class, right? You know these guys. Yeah. You worked with them. You competed with them. Or not worked with them, but yeah, you you've competed against them. When you go to a whole other class, it's like all new people, mm-hmm. and you don't know what you know what they have. Yeah, you, know, you, you don't know what their strengths or weaknesses are. Yeah, you don't know what's really going to happen. And also mentally, you're thinking, "Oh my god, uh, you went from competing against a couple of people to 308s, and oh my god, now there's 14 people in 308s hypothetically, and yeah. now it's like four more people than you had to compete before." There's a lot of strategy into placing on like weight classes and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. no, it's it's crazy, but I found out that overall. Within the whole meet, I was uh, top ten. Ooh! So how many people were there total? There was forty-two lifters. Top ten out of forty-two. You still so, in the top percentile for lifters in the world? Uh, actually, yeah. Well, within so the way that they do it now, uh, open powerlifting completely uh, revamped um, how they do their uh, their stuff. So. <clears throat> before WRPF world uh, powerlifting federation mm-hmm. wor- no world raw powerlifting federation used to be just um uh, like across the board like just one federation yeah but now they have a WRPF US so let me see um give me one second. So basically within um <clears throat> excuse me. Within that federation, uh WRPF let me see, raw uh, completely off topic. Which which uh which which exit do you take to get back on the freeway? What do you mean? Do you go north or south? Why? Uh, some car just flipped over and someone died on the on Balboa. Holy shit! Yeah, it literally just popped on my my news feed. <laughs> I was like briefly going through something real quick, and all of a sudden it just showed that. I was like, oh, and I was I looked at you and I go, should let him know. Why well, get on the five? Uh, and go south. I think you should be fine. Yeah, hopefully. Jesus. Um. So, uh, within WRPF in the U.S., I'm actually ranked number five for super super heavyweight. Mm-hmm. For let me see. Yeah, so I'm ranked number five right now. Now, if we're going, <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, it won't really let me do it right now, but um, I think out of all federations in the world, I think I'm ranked like 15,000 or something like that. That's not too bad at all. In the world. In the world. <laughs> I'm ranked number 15,000. Now, with that ranking, how do you qualify for like, you remember how you were talking about like, uh, remember when we asked JP if he's going to Mad Dog? Yeah. Like the no, the, mad, the world competition in the sense of powerlifting, big, big dogs, not mad dog, big dogs. You're stupid. <laughs> hey man, man dog and big dog. 
It's not like I'm not. It's There's not like a dog a, in there. Yeah, I didn't butcher it. Mad <laughs> Dog true. sounds That's like true. a like a powerlifting competition. Yeah, I compete at Mad Dogs, but big dogs. Anyways, you know my point. Yeah. So, do you qualify for any like world tournament, like any world liftings? No. no. So, for me to qualify for anything like that, I would have to put up a two thousand plus total. Mm. I mean, hey man, you're not you're not that far. <laughs> I know, but like it's... when we were te- like when we were texting the other day, and I was like, man, what was your total? And it was like. 1669 1669 I mean less about a year ago we were talking about man if I can hit a 1600 total yeah I'd be super happy you know and Jamie's like yeah get that 1600 and now you're literally 300 and some change away from hitting 17 I know I know honestly I want to my bench is going up like pretty well like the way my so I had Joel uh, handle me so he was calling a lot of my numbers mm-hmm. so um did my opener opener was 391 moved like an opener did each one of my bench attempts mm-hmm. moved like an opener wow so 407 flew up 424 flew up so basically <laughs> everyone was giving me shit they're like 407 should have been your opener 424 should have been your second and like four. 30 or 440 should have been your third. I'm like, well, I, I told them not to tell me what the numbers were. Yeah. But I mean, so. you, but yeah, but I mean, you got to think in certain aspects of competition, eight out of nine feels better than, you know, five out of nine, even yeah. though your bench, you know, your middle bench was what your last bench was your 10th was 440 and you failed, but you got, you know, your max as your middle when really you want to be, you know, accumulating numbers. So, I mean, in the sense of strategy wise, it's better to hit most of your lifts. Yeah, even though, no, absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you do your, oh, man, you could have hit, could have added 10 more pounds to that. Yeah. Yeah, but what if that 10 more pounds would have just hit me just right? Right. Well, Especially see, if you don't full send it. Jesus Christ. Well, and see, right now I'm just going to get back onto a volume program for the next 11 weeks um, and retest my, uh, my one rep maxes on squat bench and dead at the end of that so and especially since i have new numbers to base everything off of as far as percentages Mm -hmm. so are you gonna be focusing on some cardio while you're doing your volume work to cut down some weight yeah well back on that old stair stepper well with all the fucking because i lost a well i lost a good amount of fat when i was doing volume because three sets of 10 with like 365 or something like that Doing that shit, I'm fucking drenched. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sweating my ass off. So You're wasting away. <laughs> I'm wasting. Away. Yeah, trust me, I'm not wasting away anytime soon. Yeah, the so. I was I was talking to my buddy about Comic Con prep, and I was like, dude, I really need to get on top of like starting hitting the gym. Cause I remember I told him last year, me, him, and our friend Marissa all said that this coming up year we all would try in the gym to slim down a little bit, so we kind of will be a lot more in shape. So when we all do our DC comic uh, characters and we cosplay, we'll look a little bit more tighter. We'll look a little bit, you know, more kind of matching. Mean. Yeah. Because because it mainly started with Marissa because Marissa's gained a lot of weights in the last couple of years and she wants to be Batwoman. She's so driven. Actually, I need to text her to see if she still wants to, but she wants to be, you know, the new Ruby Rose Batwoman. So she's like, I'm gonna, work, she goes, I'm really gonna try to work out and get back to my old figure, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, well, shoot, if you're gonna do it, then I'm gonna try to do it too. And Ryan's always lifting and stuff like that so he started his prep this week and uh i was telling i was talking to him i was like yeah i need to get back to the gym 
He goes, honestly, bro, he goes, just start cutting carbs out of your diet and just do like mild lifting and you'll be ready by Comic-Con. I was like, oh, I've been having carbs with carbs. Been like my main thing, especially Mark and Catania. They'll be like, hey, oh, we messed yeah. up a pizza. Here's a pizza. Eat it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's like, oh, family meal, which is something they make for us before and end of our shifts for, you know, for food uh, is, usually, you know, nice, delicious, like pastas and all this stuff. And I'm like. I'm trying to salivate <laughs> to think that I have to, you know, you good? to think I have to be like, sorry guys, I can't have any of this delicious seafood pasta. I have to eat just the salad, eat the salad, eat <laughs> the salad. Now Saber wants to do this, um, fucking potato diet. Well, potato diet. Yeah. Basically all you eat is potatoes. Why do I feel like I've heard that before? Because you probably have. now is this, but I mean, I mean, let's let's dive, let's let's crack this baby open. Are you talking about just eating just baked potatoes, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or can you have like a mashed potato? Can you have hash browns? I think potatoes in general. Because I remember hearing about this, and it's not like what people think. It's not like oh, a French fry. No, it's like you're literally having just plain boiled potatoes. Yeah, I, I fuck, dude. I Which that's a lot of starch. But yeah. what do I know? Dude, I, I don't know. I had Panda Express for lunch today. I hate you. I, I hate did you get the, I did so fucking much. But you know what? I did what? get the plain white rice. And you I did can't get, say you thought about me either. No, I didn't think about you. Well, fuck you too. I didn't. I know because <laughs> because I got plain white rice and oh. beef and broccoli. Jesus, I mean, and that, that actually does sound good. The beef and broccoli wasn't too bad. The beef is not what it used to be. No, it's, literally, it's slowly going downhill. So, but I now. <laughs> Speaking of food, you know what Panda Express has now? Hmm. They have the bigger plate. Have you seen this? No. So before it was just the bowl and then the plate, the two entree. Mm-hmm. Now they put something called the bigger plate for like 10 bucks. You get three entrees and a side. Yeah. It's like a whole thing now. It's like the bowl, the plate, the bigger plate. I thought about getting the bigger plate today, but I was like, I'm not going to make myself feel super bloated in, in class right now. So I didn't get it. And you're staring at me like you like I just, just told you that we discovered cancer uh, research cure. Let's have expanda. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but what no. was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> See? Potato diet. Yeah, no, I'm just going to try to do the old uh, don't eat sugar and don't eat carbs, but uh, it doesn't work because whenever Jessica goes, uh, you say you don't want sugar, and I go, uh, yeah, I lied, and I put it in the cart. Like We went to Costco, yeah. and I grabbed a giant thing of butter sugar cookies. Oh, see, that's where you fucked up. You went to Costco. <laughs> well, it was Valentine's Day, so these awesome sugar cookies, and I grabbed them, and like the rule is I get to have one thing, Yeah. whether it's a snack I get to pick out one thing that I want that I can get. So sometimes I get like, you know, like uh, certain like uh, snack items. I love snacking, so I get snack items. Yeah. But I just really wanted these cookies. So I grab my walk over and, and Jessica's like, no, no, you, you, we don't need those. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we do. And I, and I look at her and I go, it's my one thing. And she looks at me, she goes, you just say you don't want any sugar in the house. And here you are buying literally more than a dozen of these cookies because it's like, it was literally like 20 or 30 cookies in this bin. And we, we went to Costco last week. I mean, it sounds fine to me. I mean, I literally ate the entire thing. <laughs> Who's texting you? Work. Oh, what do they want? 
Uh, they gave us a list to make cocktails that we need to provide for the menu. And uh, I didn't make any because I'd just been super busy. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll look at some cocktails. But anyways. You should, you should probably tell them to kiss your ass. Oh, I don't. I won't be at work till Saturday. So I'll just kind of be like, oh, I forgot. You know. <laughs> or maybe I'll just think of something on the fly. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, that's pretty much going on in, in my life. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing else. Nothing more interesting. Literally same old, <laughs> same old. Work, same bullshit, different day. Work, school. I graduated in May, and that's pretty exciting. Damn. Um, that's kind of it, really. Uh, Jeff's kind of just been focusing on school and work, and it's been kind of nice because my work schedule is lighting up a little bit. So now I have Monday through Thursday off. So it's been actually kind of cool to come home the same time as Jessica. Like we've been like having like movie nights and like going out to dinner and cooking dinner like at home and actually eating like together at the same time. So I'm not coming nice. home. She's already passed out. So it's been kind of cool. Yeah. And that's pretty much it, man. I don't, I don't have anything else exciting going on. <laughs> um, my next meet is in July. Oh, you're doing another meet? I thought you were yeah. going to take a break. No, going to do one more. And then after that, I'm going to take a break. Are you going to do heavyweights for this one? Or are you going to go down to? I'm going to sign up for supers. Um, but I'm still going to, you know, do my best to drop down. Mm-hmm. Like that way. Because I don't want to sign up for 308 and then go in there weighing more because then it's like, ah, shit, you know. So this way I sign up for supers and then I just bust my ass to try to drop as much as I can. And honestly, I was talking to Saber about this as a starting point. If I can drop down to at least 330 and walk around at that for a little while, because my body is pretty comfortable at between 315 and 330. Mm -hmm. So... I weighed in at 367 for uh, for the meet. Okay. But what's interesting is October, I weighed in at 357. So from October to February, I only put on 10 pounds. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause you're still frequently working out, so you're still burning off a lot of stuff. Right. I think, I think, you know, I really think if you do volume work and I think if you really tighten up your diet, yeah, I mean, and, and I see that's and, that's and, the biggest thing is I just really need to tighten up the diet. I mean, like and like stay committed, yeah. bro. I think I think within I think I, like if you start next week, yeah, get super strict. Whether it's potato diet, whatever it is, you don't eat any yeah. any garbage. You focus on volume work and you work by July, dude. I honestly think you'll be like three. I think I think you can get below three hundred. I've been I've been below three hundred one time. I know, but I'm I'm but not killing yourself to get below three hundred. No, 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 and I didn't. It was um, what was it? It was the Phoenix Europa. It was it was the same weekend that I proposed to Sabra. Um, after the meet, I weighed myself and I was two ninety seven. Yeah, you can get down there super easy. Like <laughs> you just can't. And it was just crazy. Like I don't even remember what we did, but basically. If I wanted sugar, she straight up said, no, stop being a fat ass. You're not getting that. Like she, she would straight up like just call me out on my shit. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, we need to get back to that. But see, well, I, it, I don't want to put all that on her right now. No, but I also know that she does do that. Cause I have been with you guys where you're like, I'm going to eat the rest of your food. And she goes, no, not cause she's protective her. She goes, no, you don't need the extra food. And then you still somehow, when she's not looking, you sneak you you do what I do, man. But see, you, you're a little but see, sneaker. it's not even it's not even sneaky because she knows that I fucking do it. You know, like the, she knows. You ever see the video of the kid 
who like his mom looks away and he grabs a Corona bottle and chugs the Corona bottle. And I she, saw that. That's literally <laughs> you with sweets. You'll be staring at the sweet and looking at at Sabra, back at the sweet, look at Sabra, back at the sweet, look at Sabra. And as soon as Sabra looks around, looks away, you grab some of the sweet and then you just kind of stand there. You're like, I didn't eat anything. Not... Every single time I hang out with you guys, Sabra always has some sort of box of cookies or something that she goes, Nick can't have these. You take them home. And you go, oh. and the, the look on your face, like when we went to Anaheim Fed Expo, and she goes, here, take the rest of the sugar cookies. I was like, really? And you're like, what the fuck? Uh, no. And she goes, yes, he can. And you're like, fine. I guess you can take him. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that. But it, she does it to help me. So no, I, I, and I just got to keep remembering that because like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I fucking love food. Like there's no way around it, mm-hmm. but now you just got to love green food. Pudding's green or it can be. <laughs> Not pudding. Jello, maybe. Green food color. I mean, you can look at things. Like, for a <laughs> while there, Jessica and I were doing, um, like, the zero sugar pudding cups yeah. to, like, crave our sweet tooths. Or, um, like, fat or like fat free or zero whipped cream is yeah. a good option, too. That we, used to, we did that for, like, a short time trying to crack it. Uh-huh. I remember the one time that I did quit sugar, and I, and I took sugar completely out of my diet, and I actually did it for, like, two, three months. I was, like... 22 or 23 mm-hmm. and i literally was angry for like the first couple of days like i felt because you whipped. took sugar out yeah like none oh, wow no sugar i mean i'm not even i'm and i'm not even kidding like <clears throat> i did like no creamers no candy nothing damn nothing with nothing i i mean like fruit i still had but i mean like i mean but like I artificial mean, natural sugar that's no candy one thing. no ice cream no no pastries nothing and I literally remember being at work, no soda or anything like that. I remember just being at work and just feeling anxiety and cravings. It's a drug. It's re- I was feeling withdrawals from sugar. And I remember the one time, it was like two months in, I was like, my mom made brownies. I'm like, I'm going to have a brownie. Fuck it. I think I have good enough control. And I had one brownie, and I got so sick. I was like, my stomach really hurts. Damn. And I was like, all right, this is what happens if you put sugar in your body. And then, of course, I had... Another thing of sugar and then a couple of days later, a little bit here, and then becomes the whole, well, I'm doing so good, I can treat myself off a little bit. Next thing you know, yeah. you're back to buying whole boxes of cookies and finishing them in four days. <laughs> four days. <sighs> Give me like 10 minutes. Well, those butter cookies were really good, but I would have like two cookies with like some milk, and I would just be like, whoa, I can feel the sugar pulse. Do you realize body. how quickly I could put down two boxes of tagalongs? I don't doubt it. But you're also twice the size of me. Like, tagalongs are fucking delicious. The only thing I can put away that I think would be almost not not as much as you, but I can definitely do some damage next to you, like almost like a sidekick damage, is definitely like pizza. Like, if we had like two XL pizzas, we're finishing that bitch. Dude, absolutely. Like, in one sitting. I can, I don't know why. When I eat pizza, I just, I don't know where it goes. I remember I ate a whole large Domino's pizza one time. I was drunk. I was hungry. I ordered a large, and I ate the whole thing before I went to bed. And I was like, "I, how did I do that? It's remarkable. I know. You just kind of th- think to yourself, it's like, the fuck just happened? Only carbs. I can only <laughs> Carbs are the only thing I can eat a ton of and not and, and still feel fine. I mean, I feel tired afterwards, but I can just keep going. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, 
It is what it is. Besides <laughs> your competition in July, is there anything else you want to plug? Um, not really. That's that's all I really got. Um, make sure you guys go check out Warfare and Clothing. Um, use Power Comedy to get twenty percent off at checkout. Um, there is a new shirt on there that I really want to get myself. Uh, it's the Fight or Flight t-shirt that he just put up there so guys use that code get yourself a couple of fight or flight shirts also get yourself a couple of power comedy shirts they're still up there um again power comedy at checkout um and then also if you guys which i mean everyone and their grandmother now is on instagram uh, make sure to follow my other sponsor um power belly fam um that's what they are on uh instagram Shoot him a DM uh, with your shirt size. Um, he's constantly coming out with some new stuff. So um, if you guys compete, he is going to be making some new singlets as well. Uh, they are from Nightmare Muscle. Probably one of the best singlets that I've had. Very comfortable. They don't write up the crotch. So, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely do that. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at NickTheHulkDorio. And you can find me on Instagram <clears throat> under Michael A. Ramos and on Twitter now, underscore Michael Ramos, underscore. Because OG Ooh. Michael Ramos is taken. Ooh. I got tired of the double A. <laughs> Guys, enjoy. Ooh. 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 Ooh, you're a double A. Enjoy the uh, rest <laughs> of your guys' week, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later.